Hi everyone, my name is Stephanie Anae and I am part of the Watson Daily Ambassador team. This week I'm joining Peter Watson and, and co-hosting We Ask Watson, where we will be discussing our favourite news stories of the day. So without further ado, welcome Peter. Hi there. How are you? Uh, very well, thank you today. Yep, good. Wonderful. So Peter, tell me, what's your favourite news story of today? Okay, so my favourite one of today is that house price is about UK house price growth weakening. Now, before everyone starts to fall asleep and um, fall off their chair, um, this is actually very important because obviously for most people, the price of their abode is the biggest financial commitment that they have. So, um, so in terms of you fe feeling your own wealth, you know, so the feeling of your own wealth is tied up very much with where people live. Uh, so anyway, what was that, what um, what they what they were saying in this article was that apparently Google searches for key phrases like right move and Zoopla and on the market actually slowed down um, this month um, from the peak that they saw uh, going into the ends of um, of August. And I think that um, this is understandable because I think that the house price, uh, the housing market in the UK was driven by has been driven by some unusual um, drivers, uh, you know, some unusual forces. So one is that there was a lot of pent up demand because the housing market was actually closed for a few months under lockdown. So there are either those people who are in the middle of it or they're people who were very keen on actually getting some, um, you know, and getting involved in, in sorry, <coughs> and getting involved in, in the housing market. Um, so after that died down, you, it will, uh, oh, as that was going on, rather, you then got Rishi Sunak coming along, um, in, imposing a, um, a, a, uh, a holiday for, um, oh, what's it called? <laughs> the, um... Oh, goodness. I don't own a house. This is why I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. No. Um, so uh, stamp duty. There you go. Yes. Uh, stamp duty holiday. So it was, um, you know, he imposed a stamp duty holiday. Anyway, basically, because that all um, that all happens, everyone's going, oh, fantastic. Let's move. You've then got this this potent this thing where whereby um, people appear to be um, uh, taking part in an exodus um, from city centres. So you've got um, companies like Right Move and stuff saying that there are more searches of people going out into the into the suburbs and things. And then last week we had some information from um, the job website Indeed that was saying that a lot more people were looking for jobs outside um, the you know, uh, city centres. So there, although there there appears to you know there, there's there is some of that going on. Um, I actually think that, um, you know, with the end of furlough coming up, um, everyone is expecting um, a lot of unemployment, um, despite the new measures and things like that coming in. Uh, and I think that that is going to, you know, when you realise that <clears throat> people you know, you know, friends, family, they start um, losing their jobs and things, it's going to feel pretty real for everyone. And I think that this is going to make people feel much more nervous about their own um, state of affairs and financial affairs. And as yeah. a result of that, I think that they're just going to just go, actually, let's, let's not, you know, let's not move. What about people buying to let? What, what do you think? What do you think there will be 
any change there? Well, that's um, that's an interesting question because I think that um, the house you know, house prices have been driven probably going into corona into the outbreak so before the outbreak i think they were being driven large um a lot by um uh buy to letters um and then and uh, in addition to um first-time buyers because they you know they wanted to take uh, advantage of the help to buy scheme you know all that kind of thing but as as we've seen lockdown come in um, obviously, landlords have not been able to get hold of any of much rent or reduced amounts of rent or whatever, and they can't do anything about it. So that's one. That's one thing. Um, and then you've got you know buy to letters. I would suggest that people in the buy. You know, sorry, you've got people who are at the first time buyers, who I would suggest are possibly at the younger end of the scale. And unfortunately, it seems to be that the people that are most affected um, by all this are people at the younger end of the scale. So I think that um, although they were uh, drive, I think sort of key drivers going into the, into the coronavirus outbreak, I actually think that they've they've suffered exponentially um, during the outbreak, which means that they are less likely to be part of the, you know, be, continue to drive um, uh, prices upwards. So I think that, I mean, having said that, I reckon if you have managed, been fortunate enough to work and to keep going throughout this, um, throughout this crisis, um, actually, if you are able to um, scrape together a deposit, um, you're probably in a pretty strong position because you've got all these um, potential competitors you know in the market probably falling away for now as i've just said um and and um you've got cheap more you know cheap mortgage rates um and you've got this stamp duty holiday so you actually you may well be in a in a good position to buy mm, that's really interesting um i really enjoyed that story and in fact it was going to be my favorite story of the day yeah however yeah. When I read about the expansion of the meatless food market, yes. there was no way that anything was going to beat that. Indeed. So, well, this is uh, the thing about meatless farm, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So I'll tell you why it's my favourite story. Yeah. I've been vegetarian my entire life. Yeah. Um, and I've been vegan since probably about 2015. Right. So I was absolutely thrilled to see that, um, you know, the popular popularity of plant of the plant-based diet yeah. that um came to life probably a few years ago is still going really strong and it's definitely yeah. not just a fad yeah so you know my eyes lit up when i saw that story <laughs> very good very have you actually had any of their stuff though i have tried meatless farm mints yeah. um that's the only thing that i've had but i am a little bit upset i have a healthy obsession with it um <laughs> So I, there are actually a couple of packets in my fridge at the moment. Oh, right. All right. Yeah. Um, a couple in my freezer as well. Wow. OK. So, so you're, you're a real fan then? I am a fan. Um, I find that some um, plant-based food is a little like Moorish. Um, and I okay. find that that kind of stuff probably has the longer list of ingredients in. Yeah. Um, which is a reason why I think that some people could be put off of it. Yeah. Um, because, well, because it is pro it is processed. Yeah. Um, it's not completely natural, which, yeah. you know, meat. Yeah. You know, if it's a good quality and organic, there yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so that I can see why some people still haven't, like, made the jump into a yeah. meatless diet. Yeah. Um, but I think that the positives of it 
definitely outweigh the negatives. Yeah. What's it taste like though? I mean, I've not had meat this far myself. Now I'm so I'm actually I am a meat eater. Um mm. and I also I love cooking as well. And the thing is I um I tried uh, a couple of years i think it was a year and a half ago or so something like that um i actually went with a with, with a vegetarian mate um to go and try uh the beyond meat burger that was an honest burger in so on there's a lot of honest burger there's a chain uh honest burger in london and um and i went there to have this thing and my mind was blown by how amazing it was. By the way, I hasten to add to anyone who's listening to this that neither of us are sponsored by any uh, <laughs> meat alternative uh, companies. No, so we're not. We're not. We just, you know, we're, we're giving it to you as it is. You know, uh, telling you as it is, like it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was absolutely blown away by it and thought how incredible it was in terms of, you know i would i would happily eat it as an alter it was didn't taste like you know cardboard or anything like that it was re- it was really good it was actually juicy it even had a bit of pinkness in there as well i mean it was it was to- which is apparently from the um, beetroot apparently um but um I- unbelievable i really really good so um i think things seem to be moving forward there i mean have you have you had much in the way of, have you come across this kind of stuff at all in your uh you know like same fast food places do you think have you do you feel that you've seen more of it um absolutely i think that there's definitely been a rise in vegan restaurants across london um mm. in the past couple of years like there's um so many fast food places mm. and in fact in london during the summer they have a uh, vegan market i can't mm. remember what it's called it's really popular like they have a the, dj there a dance the, floor the london um, vegan market perhaps no it's not <laughs> <laughs> although that would be a good name i think so i think so you know the london vegan market there you go uh, anyway, but you so... know like greg's did their vegan sausage yes, sausage yeah. roll that was like a big one which yeah. i haven't tried yeah um, have you tried that? I've not actually. I've not. Um, I, I, I would. I would try that. I would try that. You know. I mean, it's it's been a runaway success, hasn't it? That one. Yeah, but you know, I think that it's become a lot more popular for its health benefits. But yeah. also, there's a lot of like social media influencers now um, promoting it, mm. and um, you know, uh, and you know the plant-based milk alternative oatly oh yeah we've had like blackstone invest in them yeah. natalie portman yeah. rock nation oak for winfrey yeah. so things are definitely kind of like on the rise and i think there's a lot more um attention being brought to it yeah no, but I you know it's ha- definitely had um probably uh been increased because of covid as well yeah, yeah. Uh, where people have been concerns uh, well they've had concerns about where their meat has come from yeah and when farms have been shut down because mm. you know, of lockdown people can't work so mm. i think that it's um definitely increasing in popularity for so many reasons yeah i mean i i think that um you know this this whole theme um of meat alternatives is is extremely interesting and i think that there have been a number of drivers over over the last year year or so that have meant that actually now i really feel that now is the time for them to make great some great um some great advances because you've had so uh you know technological advances which have meant that it's got cheaper 
uh, you know, production costs have gone down. But then you've also had things like um, the, um, you know, Asian swine fever, which meant that um, suddenly China, I mean, it sounds really awful, but China had to basically cull, I think it was something like half of their entire pig population as a result of, of, um, of uh, swine fever. And so I think that, um, so as a result of that, there was a, there was a shortage of pork for sure. Um, but then obviously, you, you know, Chinese consumers were also then um, eating less pork because it was getting expensive and eating more other, more other, you know, chicken and things like that. So prices mm-hmm. for everything actually, um, actually went up. So, so then, sort of then fast forward you know then sort of fast forwarding that into into why this is an interesting thing for um for meatless is because um the price of meat is going up the price the production costs of meatless alternatives is going down um and then you've got the other sort of health thing as well because um over the last well certainly in lockdown you saw especially in america a lot of the meat packers so the, all these these companies with loads of abattoirs and things like that, all their staff were just going down with um, cases of COVID. So much so that actually a lot of the factories had to shut down because they didn't have enough people to to keep them going. Because the problem is, is that everyone's working in such close proximity that that um, uh, social distancing is almost impossible. Um, and it got so bad that Trump actually forced um, these places to stay open. Um, so, so I think that, you know, with that as a backdrop and, and like I say, you know, people wanting to be, eat more healthily, maybe have less of an impact on the, on the environment and stuff. Um, I think that this has become a very interesting topic. Um, and I think we'll continue to, to be so. And I think that also the other thing, the more, um, the more restaurants, um, take these, these, these products, um, the more supermarkets that sell them, um, you know, the, the, the 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 higher the do- the demand which means production is going to increase and increase in production will bring economies of scale and so um presumably i would have thought that the production costs will continue to fall and if that's the case um you know these products will become viable alternatives for for everyone so i think it's a really really interesting um subject and uh yeah i think you're right in terms of um, the amount of exposure it's had and the increase in terms of um, investors and th- investor interest and stuff like that. Yes, definitely one to watch. And I hope, hopefully it's going to fit into the new normal as well kind of living, I hope. Yes, I think so. I mean, I, certainly, I, I, I think you need to see, especially from a meat eater's point of view, you probably want to see more... Um, more of it around i reckon um in terms of products and things but um you know having um tasted it myself i think it's it's super, it is superb and and shockingly good um yes. and i think that um you know if we see more of it we're going to be more likely to buy it and especially if the price comes down that's going to make it even more uh a, a viable alternative especially if you feel that um, everyone's you know m- most economies are in recession at the moment so if you can actually save money and save the planet uh, and be healthier all at the same time um, more people are gonna are gonna do it i mean you don't have to become fully fledged um, vegetarian or vegan um, it's just a case of maybe replacing one meal two meals or whatever and then suddenly you've got you've got a big demand it's giving you more choice at the end of the day it's not saying 
it's either one or the other. Exactly. It's an alternative. It's, it's another choice, which exactly. you know, who doesn't want more than one choice? There we go. There we go. Exactly. You're, you're, you, you, you've hit the, hit, the, uh, <laughs> hit the nail on the head there. Uh, so what do we do now? Do we flip a coin to see who wins? No, no, it's not. No, we, you know, I think actually in some way we should maybe should do like a virtual arm wrestle or something like that maybe you know to decide or rock paper scissors you know something I'm like that you, i am freakishly strong <laughs> okay 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 well I'll, I'll take that into account okay rock paper scissors then. <laughs> um, yeah we'll do that then yeah um Anyway, yeah. So I think it's it's a good uh, it's a good thing. One thing I was going to um, mention is is to say that um, if any of you have been doing um, the competition that we've been running, I would like I um, well we we stopped it. It should have stopped at midnight. Um, and if you have passed through that, um, you know, if you've passed the first stage, um, we will be sending out emails um, very soon. So um, the main message here is that you've got to pay attention to Watson's daily and you've got to read it closely now for the next couple next two weeks because the questions are going to come from uh, these these um, uh, these editions of Watson's daily. So keep your eyes peeled, keep reading and um you know this will this will also help you and if you also want to know more uh, about uh, sort of commercial awareness and and how to improve it and all that kind of stuff um i've still got available that uh, the recording of the meeting that i had with harry clark and Aiden from um uh, from little law wonderful yes definitely keep on reading for the next two weeks everybody it yeah. only takes 5 minutes to read a day but you know the benefits you get from it are just fantastic. Oh, so, <laughs> so, Peter, I think that's all that we have time for today, unfortunately. Okay. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to talking to you about our next favourite stories of the day. Superb. Thanks very much. Thanks, Peter. Goodbye, Bye. everybody. Bye.